The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So one of the things I know to be true about my intuition, and probably intuition in general, is that it works best when I get my small self out of the way. Those times where I'm thinking, or worrying, or posing, or planning, all of those things tend to muddy the waters of my inner wisdom. And I'm thinking about this because I'm back to recording solo episodes, and I'm noticing that the more I try to have a plan, The more I try to quote unquote get it right, have it sound good, the less the messages want to flow. And I think that the value in the kind of work that I do is the flow, is the messages that want to come through me to you. Because I often think of myself, and I think we're all this to some extent, but I definitely feel this is how I'm called to serve. I see myself as a conduit or a vessel for sharing guidance that my soul probably knows on the highest level and yours does too, but that we sometimes forget when we're walking in our human boots, right? And so the more my humanness gets involved, right? The less clear, concise, and true, right? Or aligned those messages are going to be. And again, when you think of your intuition as I do, as that direct line to your spirit, then you really do want to get out of the way and let that intuition shine. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about that process. How do we get out of the way and how do we know when we've gotten in the way? So I've noticed since I've moved here to California and I'm a little bit less comfortable in my space, right? I'm becoming a little bit more of a perfectionist. I recorded the last three episodes without plugging in my fancy microphone. So that was a bummer. Sorry for that. And even now, I don't have that setup ideal the way I did in Connecticut where I felt really, really, really good with the sound. 
And so sometimes when I sit down to record these episodes, right, my mind starts to tell me it doesn't sound good and you need to put this setting on or that setting on or you need like another pop filter or, and sorry, but that one's on the floor and um, I can't really hook it up right now. But what I realized too is all of these things are distractions. They're all things that get in the way of me getting out of the way and delivering messages to you. And one of the things that I really, truly love about what I do and the work that I do, and especially the work I do with my one-to-one clients, is I get to spend, if if I'm lucky, a good chunk of my time out of the way. And I get to be a witness, along with my clients, to the wisdom of their souls, of my souls, of the guides, of all the information that wants to come through in a session. I learn so much from every client. I really, truly do. And as I often say, sometimes those clients I notice are mirrors for me and delivering information for me as well. And in those moments, I most definitely fold the page over and come back to it on my own time to process and explore. And I think that the reason it's so joyful is that, you know, our small ego, though it serves a purpose, isn't really that much fun. Most of that ego was developed from fear, from limitation, from feeling like you're not perfect or you have to be perfect, like you're not enough. And of course, my friends, if you've listened to a single episode of this podcast or anything else I've ever put out in the world, you've already heard me say, and hopefully you already know, that nothing could be further from the truth. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You are more than enough. You are a little spark of the divine. And how could you get better than that? And our minds often take us out of that understanding and they separate us and they get us into fear and confusion. And so the joy of the work that I get to do in tuning into my intuition is in those moments when the top is open and the intuition is flowing, I forget who I think I am and I tune in to who we all really are. So a lot of times people get confused around intuition. And they get confused about, well, what's my intuition and what's my mind and what's my ego and blah, 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 blah. And what the guides say about that is to a certain extent, you know when it flows and you know when it feels right. And you know when the information comes through, the guidance comes through, when you follow an urge or a pull or a desire, right? You know you're on the right track because you feel expanded. You feel lighter you feel freer. And probably too, you feel more alive in the deepest, most amazing sense possible. Most of us can't hold this energy for very long. That's the truth because we have gotten used to doing things a different way. And so be kind to yourself. And for many people, that spark of the divine, that that intuitive knowing, the flow, the energy, the your higher self, whatever you want to call it. You could call it a lot of different things. Someone's saying they could call it the chi. I don't know. The chi, I think, is always there. But nonetheless, when you're in the flow, when you're feeling that alignment, right, it can just be for a moment. And then the mind will often come right back in and try to explain it, try to limit it, try to talk us out of it. And friends, that is okay. The trick is to be aware. Because what your intuition really is, is that expanded awareness. 
it is starting to be to experience things the way your soul or spirit does. The guides say, as your God self. And I love that. I really love that. It's so beautiful. I was reading a passage by The Power of Now this morning by Eckhart Tolle, and I'm probably going to get this wrong, so bear with me, but hopefully hopefully the guides will help me with my remembering. He was talking about consciousness and awareness and being, and it was almost like he was saying where those two things align, right? That's what we're here to do. We're here to experience and be conscious of our nature as just being. All right, I hope that makes sense. But again, it's not something that we're used to doing. And so it's normal for you to kind of flow in and out of it. And the trick is to know when you're in and when you're out. And if you notice that you're not in the present moment, and if you notice that you're in the chatter of your mind, and you notice that you've lost the thread, don't judge yourself because that's actually just throwing more mind on the problem, right? That's more ego. Just become aware. Be kind to yourself. Notice. And in so doing, you'll be expanding your awareness. And you'll be creating even a bigger space for that intuition to come through. So the guys want me to talk about a couple habits of mind that can often limit our intuition. And of course, it's different for everyone. And you know there may be infinite habits of mind that limit intuition since intuition and mind typically do not play nicely together, at least not up until now. My mind sometimes plays very beautifully with my intuition, by the way. And again, the more I'm in that space, in that flow where I let my intuition lead, my mind actually can be a really, really good sidekick to that intuitive knowing. And I'm proud to have them both. I really, really, truly am. But unfortunately, for most of us, we've been led to lead with the mind And also, our minds are laden with a lot of misbeliefs and a lot of fear and a lot of limitations. And so when we are vibing with that, the mind becomes less helpful. Got it? All right. So the first thing that they say, the first habit of mind that can really block your intuition and keep you from getting out of the way and letting it come through, they say is fear of surrender. And I've talked about this so many times, but it bears talking about again When we are in our intuition, we have to agree to let go. We have to agree to surrender to something greater than us. We have to be comfortable in that space of not knowing, right? And surrender doesn't mean, again, it's not giving up. No, 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 no. It's empowering. It's a beautiful, beautiful space where we let the mind go soft and we let the real you, the higher you, start to take control. And then we learn to cooperate with that. And by the way, when you do this, not only will your intuition shine, but pretty much everything about your life will change in a really profound and positive manner. So it's worth practicing either way. But for many of us, that initial letting go is horrifying because maybe we've done that in the past and we've been chastised, we've been blamed, right? We've been told that's not okay, that's not safe. And also the mind, my friends, is very, 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 uh, how can I say, she's a little, or he's a little, however you want to see it, a little controlling, right? And it often convinces us that to release it is just the path for disaster. It's holding on for dear life, trying to regain its control. Why wouldn't it? to hear your intuition, you have to let go. 
You have to let go of everything you think you know, and you also have to let go of everything you think you want. Because to hear a message from your intuition means that you are breaking the rule book and you are expanding beyond anything you ever knew before, and you are going directly to the source. And to do that means you have to let go of everything that you think you are and everything that you think you knew up until now. And every single time, friends, I tune into my intuition, I have to do that. And if I don't do it well, and I don't do it completely, to some extent, I'll be limiting the message that comes through. Now, I might get some of it right. And there are many psychics out there that are very much in mind and very much in ego, and they get a lot of information through, but they can't be perfectly clear channels to communicate. Right, so you may see people that you know are remarkable with pulling up a name or pulling up information, and you're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" And then they start saying stuff that makes you really uncomfortable and seems very fear based. And you're like, "Well, they must be right because they knew this, that, and the other thing." They are probably not right. Your guides are never going to try to scare you, control you. Mm-mm, that's not how it works. But oftentimes. We can tune into that's those psychic gifts, but to really hear your intuition. And to me, intuition means the voice of your soul. You have to agree to get out of the way and you have to let the message come through and you have to agree to release fear. And you have to, if you're going to get it really right, agree to let go of what you think you know about everything because intuition is expansive right? It's here to teach us. It's here to expand what we think we know. It's here to go out of the box and free us from that box. But for some people, the box has become really, really comfortable. And so if that sounds like you, if getting out of the way is tricky because you like your box, I would say practice gently, practice carefully. I really like divination cards for people that really are afraid to go out totally rogue into the unknown of surrendering to their intuition because we can get the messages in really nice little packages. We can um, feel into them and hear our intuition that way, but it doesn't feel as scary as just clearing our mind and seeing what wants to come through. So that is a beautiful place to start. And they'll also help you get comfortable in that space of not knowing that space of surrender. Now, by the way, I am not saying that someone who reads tarot cards or spirit cards or whatever is always going to be 100% not in their ego. Did not say that at all. What I said is that it's a great starting point for many people to start to hear that intuition because we don't have to completely clear our minds and completely step out there into the, I don't know what the heck is going to happen yet to get the messages. And the other thing the guides are saying on this, and this is so interesting, they're saying for those of you who identify with this pattern too, it might be great for you to reflect on or meditate on why it's so important for you to know. And that might be different for everyone, and that might be different in different circumstances, right? You might want to know because you have a strong attachment to the outcome of the information. You might want to know because you've been taught if you don't have an answer to a question when the teacher calls on you, you're going to get in trouble. Or God forbid you raise your hand and then don't have the right answer, right? So it might be that kind of conditioning. You might have gotten a lot of reassurance throughout your life because you did know stuff. And those of us who knew a lot of stuff, actually, I wasn't one of those people, but I knew, I went to school with a lot of them that knew a lot of stuff, right? What they knew is a big part of their identity, meaning letting go of that is really scary. Fear not. Your soul 
knows everything, (laughs) really, truly. It may not give it to you all at once, but it does. So when you agree to make that connection, it'll be amazing what you know. Seriously. I just took a driving test. It's a practice test. And and we'll see what happens on the actual knowledge test, but I have to take a little practice test for being here in California. And my intuition was showing me the answers. Now, I was not always picking those answers. So like I said, we'll see how it goes on the actual exam. I was still doing okay. So I think I'm in good shape. But I bring that up and we've had guests on the show where that was their gift, where they got the answers to questions on tests, right? Your intuition knows best always. It's just that we haven't been taught how to tune in. So the guides say another uh, common reason why people won't get out of the way when it comes through for their intuition, and (laughs) they're giving me two at once, so I got to figure out which one to choose. One is pure stubbornness right? The mind wants to know what it knows, what it knows, and it doesn't really want to secede, or I think that's not the right word. It doesn't really want to hand over. Let's say that. It doesn't really want to give over the reins to anything else, right? So if that sounds like you, if you were just one of those people that really likes to know, again, be really kind to yourself, be really gentle with yourself, and then remind yourself, this is fine, and I can know for the rest of my life, but this will not help me tap into my intuition. So how can I get a little more comfortable in the space of not knowing? And it might be little teeny tiny things where you study something that doesn't come easy to you or even just something new, like a new language, or you start painting if you're more of a engineering type person or whatever, I'm making this up. And I know many engineering type people that are also very artistically talented. So it's certainly not an either or. But if you start to get comfortable in places where you maybe, you know, would not necessarily go with your knowledge base, this will help stretch you a little bit. And this will help you start to get comfortable in that space of not knowing and release the hold of having your mind be the one who knows. Because the mind is never really truly the one who knows. It's just the one that tells you it knows. And this will also help the other one that was coming through, which is a lot of us have had intuition our whole lives. And when we came forward and we said, I know something and I don't know how I know it, but I know it's right. The people in our world said something like, you can't know that. That's not true. And you shut it down. Right. And some of us were even punished for knowing things that we shouldn't have known. Right. It can happen where you intuit something that someone doesn't want you to know. And the reaction is, that can't be the case. Go away, shut it down. So if that sounds like you, what's really important to know is, first of all, your instincts, your intuition was incredibly correct. Some people are going to get it and some people aren't. And you don't need to worry about the ones that aren't, but you do need to be kind to yourself. And you do need to start to re-cooperate with that inner voice and let her or him know it's safe to come out again and that you'll listen and you'll take baby steps towards following the crumbs that your intuition lays out for you. Remember too that intuition is your messages, your connection to you, to your higher self, to what your soul needs to know in the now. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with anybody else. There are times when we have an intuition and the people around us are like, that's crazy sauce. And it's 100% spot on. Of course, there's occasionally instances when we think something's our intuition and other people say that's crazy sauce and they're right. So, 
you know, it's always good to start small when learning to trust your intuition for the first time, unless you really feel it in your bones. The last reason the guides wanted to share about why we sometimes have trouble getting out of our own way is because we haven't learned to trust ourselves. And we haven't learned to trust in that greater knowing. We may be looking over our shoulders and asking ourselves what we think we should do or what other people think we should do or what other people make sense for us. But intuition is a connection between you and your soul, you and your spirit, and it is a conduit that is here for you and you alone. And in fact, getting out of your own way isn't even just about tapping into your intuition, although tapping into your intuition is a really good way to start. It's really about allowing yourself to vibe with, to flow with, to move with that deep river, that deep river of life, the flow of life, and allowing your own inner divinity to start to guide the way of how you move forward in life, how you experience life, how you enjoy your life, right? And surrendering and aligning with that. Getting out of your own way means you let that smaller you, the ego, the small self, get out of the driver's seat and into the passenger one. And to acknowledge that what is really in charge, if you let it be, is your own true higher self. So that's all that came through for us today. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on your podcast listening platform of choice. A five-star recommendation and some kind words go a long way to getting the word out there about this show and spreading all of the good information that it's coming through me for you. And very most importantly, just know this podcast is such a joy for me to do, and I just appreciate each and every one of you and enjoy making this connection every week. So enjoy the rest of your day and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again, and namaste. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.